I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And this week on the podcast, we are in for a special treat. Well, I'm in for a special treat. You can come along too. Now, late last year, I went on my belated honeymoon with my beloved wife, Jacqueline, and there was a week without content. I know, it's just too bleak to comprehend, but there was. However... Steel Wars listeners spearheaded by Eric Struthers that does already a lot of amazing audio work for us behind the scenes on the podcast, went into business for himself and created his own Steel Wars episode by interviewing other Steel Wars listeners about their highlights. And he has done a masterful job editing in those interviews with some really fun related highlight clips. So if you're new to the podcast, this is a good way to find out what we're all about on the Steel Wars podcast. And if you're a long-time listener, hopefully you enjoy this trip down memory lane. But I will say this to Eric and everyone that contributed. It means the world to me that... My silly little chat a couple of times a week about Star Wars means something to your life. That that is that uh, is the magic of podcasting. And sometimes I do need to remind myself about how cool a thing that is. But I don't anymore because we've got this really fun episode. I hope you enjoy this trip down memory lane with the Steel Wars listener picks. And if you want to help us pod it forward, this is probably an awesome episode to share with your Star Wars loving friends that haven't caught onto the podcast yet, because it sort of gives the whole picture, and I guess it will help them decide if it's something they'll be interested in or not. So if we can get extra amount of retweets or shares on Twitter with a little comment, maybe saying recommend you listening to this, or shares on Facebook, posts in Facebook groups, all that good stuff. This is maybe the best episode to do it for, because you get a whole gamut of what we're about on the Steel Wars podcast. And you know what we're about, don't you? Content. Sweet, sweet content. Over to you, Eric. Hey you guys, my name is Eric Strathers from the Listener Safe Haven, and we do love Star Wars. And we love Steel Wars. When Steel announced that he was going to be taking a vacation, I came up with a random idea to create this podcast by the fans as a way of saying thank you to Steel, not just for 
the excellent content that he gives us, but also for the community that's popped up around the Steel Wars podcast. I reached out to several people and asked them to share some of their favorite Steel Wars moments with me, and here's what we got. First up in this fan pod is Michelle Lucas. We had a great conversation. She was super fun, and I'm hoping she didn't get fired for spending so much time talking to me instead of working. First of all, I, I really appreciate you doing this. Um, hey, no problem. I figure that Steele will either think, man, that was really cool, and you're you guys are all great or he'll say this was the dumbest thing you could have done. <laughs> I could honestly say you'll probably make him cry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I'm not the only crier, you know, uh, he's a real sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you discover steel wars? Steel wars. Yeah. So I was a very dedicated listener of, I love green guide letters. Oh yes. Yes. And steals other podcast. <laughs> um, Cause I love, stand-up comedy so I go to a lot of comedy in Sydney but I also travel down every year to go to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and of course the majority of guests on Green Guide are other comedians so it's hard hard to miss an episode but um, Steele started talking about doing the new the new podcast and then when I saw that one of the guests was Paul Dempsey, who's the lead singer of a band called Something for Kate, mm -hmm. I listened to that episode first which I think is episode three. Um, yes. Because I love something for Kate. It's one of my favorite bands. And I, I had no idea that Steele knew Paul or that they were friends or anything. And I was just like, wow, this is so exciting. So I really actually only listened to hear Paul have an interview. I didn't really care about the Star Wars side of it at that point. So, um, <laughs> and then, and then of course, other people were coming on Steel Wars who are, you know, who are the comedians that I like and people that I know. So then I just kept listening. And then um, really what got me hooked was the first set of, um, the, what now still calls blog pods from Comic-Con at San Diego. Mm -hmm. And I, I just love when people are excited about stuff. And I thought, well, I liked Star Wars when I was little. I just, you know, forgot about it for years and years. And then he was just so joyful and excited and Jooklyn was on there as well. And it, it just sounded like so much fun. And I thought, oh, well, why not get excited about the new film coming out? And, and that was the rest of history, as they say. How many live events have you been able to go to? Um, I've been to every Sydney one that he's done and I think I did a whole, the whole, nearly the whole season down at the last Melbourne Comedy Festival and I went to the midnight premiere for um, Force Awakens last year. So tell me about that. I've heard that it was the best time ever. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> the cinema is, well, what it's in the middle of nowhere basically compared to you know, the main Melbourne city. Uh -huh. And I traveled down um, and took some time off work to go down and everything because it was, I was very excited. Um, it was because it was shared with the Star Walking fan club. Uh -huh. All the people, all the people were there in costume and everything. And it was just, yeah, it was huge. It was amazing. And the cinema is like an 800 seat cinema or something crazy like that. So even, even by then, like there was people there in costume that were, had built a BB-8 model on a 3D printer and hand painted it, and all it was just it was out. Of, it was amazing, and I'd oh. never been to anything like that before, so it was really cool. That sounds awesome. It really does. Yeah. When we, when me and a friend of mine went to see The Force Awakens, we went to a. It was like 1:45 a.m. Oh that, wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it because it was you know it was supposed to come out on Friday, and so this was Thursday night, early yeah, Friday, Friday morning. morning. And yeah. um, the the theater was packed. I mean, every single seat filled. 
it was the IMAX 3D screen oh, that's wow. close to here, which is a brilliant way to see it. And you could have heard a pin drop in that entire oh. movie because those people went to see that thing. It wasn't rowdy, you know, and there was a couple of times that he and I were wanting to be like, woo. And, <laughs> and I knew people would be like, Shushing, you know, yeah. yeah. I think I, that was probably the best thing about being at the premiere was because you were with the Star Walking fan club, um, they are very practised at going to midnight premieres. I mean, I would say 90% of the audience have been to, you know, to every single, you know, movie premiere for Star Wars at, with that club. And so there's cheering, there's, you know, there's laughing. There was, yeah, it was just amazing. And when the scene when the Millennium Falcon was unveiled, that was that was unbelievable. It was so fun to be with a big group of people like that. And I went and saw the film then uh, like another three times at the movies and it was it was never the same. And people weren't laughing as much at the jokes and, yeah, the, the vibe that night was just so amazing. Now, are you are you going to go to the Rogue One event? I am. Actually, just, just before you called me, I was uh, booking my accommodation. So, yes, I am going down to Rogue One. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> so you got to ask Steele a question at one of his live events. Let's take a listen to it. <laughs> uh, any more questions, you guys? Tom, you mentioned the killing the Jedi. Yes. Which made me realize I didn't watch the prequels until recently. Um, since starting to the podcast, and something that annoyed me about. Can, can, can we just let's, let's let's just chat about that before you get to your question? So, so the prequels come out, and we've waited, you know, like twenty years or something for them to come out, and you're just like, nah. All right, your brother should have been as forceful in this decade. <laughs> it's so hard. To, I've talked to people. I've said, I'm telling people I'm doing this podcast, and I haven't seen Star Wars. I said, no, 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 no. You're a human being living in 2015. Get it into your brain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's it just seems like bad parenting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, how did you not like? Tell your kids about that. Yeah. It's just so bizarre. Um, Josh Earl's never seen it. Yeah, ridiculous. But uh, he knows a lot of the references. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt okay. your question. So, something that annoyed me about that scene where the Jedi are killed is that they, they really didn't show a lot of what was going on. It seemed to make it very kid-friendly, I guess, in, in the prequels. And I'm interested in knowing what you think is going to happen in the new film, whether or not they're going to be forced to follow that line yeah, well, it's interesting that you know, Revenge of the Sith was, you know, that that had the the like the most the higher rating. I, I'm not sure what the rating was, but it was rated like I don't know if it was PG or M or whatever. But it was the one that was rated higher up right. because of the. Um, I guess the barbecued Anakin. That's pretty gross. But I, I, my problem with that bit, it, it just seems at the end, it was just like, we've just got to get through so much stuff and let's just do it. Like, it was almost like a highlights package of what happened when it probably should have been the entire film. Like, like that... Like, I, I, I think if you bail young Anakin's story and you start it... Yeah, maybe have the pod race and how they met, but just not make him 
eight, make him Hayden Christensen's age. And then at the end of Attack of the Clones, he turns. And then the rest of the movie is about the Jedi Purge. Like, the Jedi Purge, come on. Get that on, 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 on screen. It's, it's the Crusades, basically, isn't it? It's yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Which is a huge... And I think impact. it didn't... It didn't make you... Well, I thought it... It had... If it had shown it differently, it had more opportunity to hate Anakin for what he'd done or what his involvement was. Yeah. And I don't like him. He's a bad egg, that one. <laughs> and I, I watched it in Shady Order, which is how I rewatched recently, and I haven't seen Phantom Menace yet. So. You've oh, never wow. seen it. You've never seen it. No. You are the chosen one. <laughs> Born of midi chlorians. You really haven't seen it? I don't know, I Do you want to come to my house and watch it and then we'll do a podcast? No, I think I prefer to watch the Christmas special, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> everything I've heard. You don't want to watch, you're not going to watch it? Yeah, no, I will. But I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when. Seriously, come around and watch it and we'll do a podcast. <laughs> It's such an interesting experiment. <laughs> that would be fascinating, actually. It'd be great if during the purging of the Jedi's, just before they kill the Padawans, they just showed them the Christmas, the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> like, no! <laughs> Stop it! They, they just all... There was more suicides than those. <laughs> <laughs> Do the audible thing. But it was... I don't know if it was that kid friend... Like, there was... There was, under- the there was that bit where he's like... Master Anakin, they're coming for us, or whatever, and Anakin just, like, gets the lightsaber out, and they're all just like... Yeah, like, I don't... You know, that was... I don't know, I, I, I don't think I want to see what happened next. <laughs> in the original trilogy, you've got a, a six-foot man in a black helmet and dark costume choking people out with the power of his mind, and you've got the Ewok death and stuff, like, it's, it's pretty dark, you know? <laughs> very Disney, yeah. Very Disney. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, thank you. I, I, I would like to watch Phantom Menace with you. That is a genuine offer. So, thank you very much. <laughs> Something I can't even remember. I didn't end up re-listening to it. But they were, they were him and Tom were laughing at me. But I, that was when I told them that I still hadn't seen the Phantom Menace. So, <laughs> I, well, I did because I hadn't, I hadn't watched any of the prequels and they went in the cinema. And so when I started getting into Star Wars again after listening to Steel Wars, I researched um, the Machete Order. So then I rewatched everything but in Machete Order and then therefore did not watch The Phantom Menace. My wife, she was not a Star Wars fan until we got married six years ago. And uh-huh. she had maybe like caught a piece of one of the movies on cable with commercials. <laughs> so... I finally got her on board with this whole thing, especially once The Force Awakens got closer and then after yeah. it. But when we sat down and made it to the prequels, The Phantom <laughs> Menace, I'm pretty sure that she's like, yeah, I think you know, I, 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 I'm not sure you're, you're, you're onto something with this. <laughs> I think this needs to go. Blah, blah, blah. I do go on. Um, <laughs> if So out of all the episodes... Of Steel Wars, mm-hmm. what's your favorite? Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, it's so hard to choose, but I do I do think it's it's um, one of the live ones, and, and I I can't remember if it's last year's comedy festival or the one before. It must be last year's um, with Ronnie Chang, Tegan Higginbotham, and Paul Verhoeven. Oh yes, yes. It, it was the, the big thing was it was my first so I'd already knew I was going to go to the midnight premiere because still I started talking about it but it was the first time I'd been at an event that was about Star Wars where something exciting had happened so the um, second te- teaser trailer or the first teaser trailer had just come out the night before and so to get the whole thing sold out and then when we're all lining up to get into the room everyone was talking to each other people were so friendly it was really buzzy it was big excitement and I thought oh wow this is like that's sort of the vibe, obviously, that's being created and what it's like to be in a fandom like this, and it was really cool. Um, but then with Ronnie Chang being on there and just oh, that guy is just so hilarious and, <laughs> I, you know, I've seen his live shows a few times and the way the way he talks to all the other comedians and because oh, he's on he's often on another podcast called The Little Dum Dum Club, which is another Australian comedy podcast and is just really funny. And um, Tegan is in a, is in, does a lot of other comedy and is in another show that I see down at Melbourne Comedy Festival as well. So just everything together. And then, you know, what they were talking about and how excited they were about the trailer and Steele and Paul had only just watched it together, I think, the day before or that morning. And, yeah, it was sort of the first of Star Wars' back, baby. It was like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Very good. Now that you've got this ridiculous Star Wars fandom um, with the lab, do you ever tell people that you're, you know, related to George Lucas? What with the... (laughs) Oh, if I had any of the money, I would be so happy to say I was. <laughs> I'm sure I could claim it somehow. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's worth getting an Ancestry.com uh, account just to see if I could prove it somehow. Oh, it'd be so nice. That's my a brother and I idea. did get used to. Yeah, we did used to get asked a lot when we were younger. Actually, when they were still, you know, probably in the 80s, I guess, when it was still re- being replayed every weekend on Australian TV because they only, you know, paid for three movies and we had like four channels. Right. So. <laughs> Yeah, but no, sadly, no, no clear connection there. Big shame. <laughs> oh, darn it. I know. Yeah, that, that'd be really something. But, I mean, you could always try. Yeah. You need to get like a little name totally. made up, you know, just so it's got <laughs> your last name on there. And then when you walk in places, say, do you have any idea who I am? <laughs> Trust me. Oh, it works. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm not good at lying. I'm a terrible liar, so I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I think that's but considered yeah, a positive nice. trait, though. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> now, is there anything that let you... I want to make sure that I say this. Is there anything you want to have on here? I Look, I just think... I'm sure... I hope people say it to Steele all the time, but he puts a lot of effort in for something that originally started as a hobby that he thought, you know, was something good he could do leading up to the new film coming out. And it's now become, I think, something really good for him. Hopefully he's making a living out of some of it. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I'm just I'm just so thankful because I, I'm, you know, he says it as well, but I'm with him. I'd rather just be, I'm so into people getting joy out of stuff. And look, all of the Star Wars fan thing is not for me. So, I just dip out when I when I need to, but I just love it. I love being around people who are so excited by something and it, it's it's creative and everyone's really lovely. Um, so, you know, I'm going to Rogue One again this year down in Melbourne because someone I met at the Force Awakens premiere sent me a message on Facebook and said, are you going again this year? I'll, you know, no one I know wants to go. If you go, I'll see you down there sort of thing. And we arranged times together. And that, that sort of stuff doesn't happen unless you've got someone running 
the podcast and this community who is excited that people are making friends and, and it's a positive place and everyone's happy and, and still puts a lot of effort into making that happen. And I think it's good for him. He's had something to keep him busy while he's living in a different country from his beautiful wife. But uh, <laughs> I, I just hope he knows how much we all appreciate it as well because it is, is a lot of effort I know he puts in and I think sometimes it's a bit of a thankless task. But I think everyone's pretty grateful that he does it, including me, of course. That was fantastic. I'm going to connect with all these other people who said they would do it and tell them I don't need them to because <laughs> <laughs> you knocked it out oh, of the park. On. That's really, that's really <laughs> great. And it's, it's funny because I feel the same way, you know, that it's, it's, yeah. he's, it's, he's got a personality that just comes across as it's infectious, you know, and, yeah, it and is. That's so really. inclusive and so welcoming. I mean, unless you don't like Ewoks, obviously, and then oh, there's yeah, a that, problem. Yeah, then you're <laughs> then you're dead to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, he's he's a great guy. He's uh, you know, I think um, that's what I love about podcasting as well. I mean, how how would any of this sort of stuff happen? I mean, you know, online forums and all that sort of stuff are one thing, but where you can have conversations and you're listening to people and and all that sort of stuff, it's very different. And I think it creates its own thing, especially when, well, I mean, we're lucky in Australia because we can go to the live events. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, which are great. And so I, you might have heard like Kath, who is the one that had the um, the Yub Nub song that they sing along to and she made, handmade a, a crocheted lightsaber, the um, Kylo Ren lightsaber. So she, like she's going to be at Rogue One again. We'll say, you know, I'll see her down there. It's just, yeah, it's nice to have have friends that have similar hobbies and stuff because you also have your friends in real life that you see all the time that don't often share your obsession (laughs) with things. (laughs) The the people I work with are sick of Star Wars. (laughs) I tell you what, before we, before we cut it. There was one other thing I was going to say. I forgot. I was at the Harrison Ford thing down in Sydney at the opera house when he got the interview with Harrison Ford as well. Oh, that's (laughs) awesome. Yeah, he got me a ticket. Well, he had a couple of tickets to give away, so I got a ticket through him and then went down. It was very cool. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Was it mm. cooler seeing the event or seeing him oh, get I to interview still, I, was, I was I was crying, and I, me- I messaged um, Jooklyn on Twitter to say, oh, my God, look what your husband's doing, El fiance at that time, and took a photo. And I just got her before she went to sleep, so she, she stayed up and waited for him to message her. But... It was just, yeah, it was cooler seeing him get to talk to him. It was awesome. I, the, the the event was a bit cheesy, but um, that, that part was pretty awesome. That's so cool. That yeah, is so great. cool. Well, he's the kind of guy that, you know, elicits that response from his family. Well, you're just so happy for him because you yeah. know how, how much it meant to him. It was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was I nice. Think- nice to be a part of it. Man, you're such a better person than I am. <laughs> really <laughs> i'm just kidding oh my god before we before we cut it i while i'm it's sure. recording just so it sounds the same i'm gonna like yeah. say a line to set up the the clip where you uh ask the question live okay. so so and you don't really have to say anything but i just want to make sure that like the eq stays so it doesn't sound fake if i edit sure. it in no worries so you got to ask Steele a question at one of his live events. Let's take a listen to it. Okay, that'll be perfect. I'll throw that in where it goes and for, like magic. So embarrassing. That question out. is terrible. 
<laughs> Although Steele's reaction to me not having watched Phantom Menace is probably the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. <laughs> what? We're going out. We'll just go now to my house. We can watch it now. I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks again. Thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. Um, have fun Have fun doing this. I hope everyone else is uh, available and can chat. I think Steele will really love it. Okay, so I realized that I said I was going to cut that out and use it, and I did. But the ending turned out too good to not just leave it in there. Our next fan, Mick McConnell, sent his own completely edited clip he pulled the audio from the Steel Wars episodes that he wanted to talk about and tagged on a sweet, sweet ending. Hey, Eric, how you doing, man? It's Mick McConnell from Brisbane in sunny Queensland, Australia, and I've got a couple of my favorite Steel Wars moments I'd like to share with you. But first, how did I get into Steel Wars? Well, the first time I heard Steel was when he guested on Mulk's TV Talk, the podcast, which is hosted by a good buddy of mine, Steve Mulk. And they were talking about Steele's comedy podcast, I Love Green Guide Letters, which is about the petty complaint letters that people write into the TV guide. And Steele reads the letters out in a very funny, high-pitched, Monty Python-esque voice. And then his guests, who are famous comedians and celebrities, react to the letters and generally make fun of the people that write them. And it's absolutely hilarious. And uh, not long after I started listening, I think it was episode 99 came out. It was a live episode recorded with a live audience that Steele brought into his apartment and that had uh, local funny people, Ed Cavley and Ash Williams and Luke McGregor, and that was just hilarious. Uh, I honestly think that is up there with some of the uh, best comedy albums ever recorded. And as soon as I heard that, I had drunk the comedy Kool-Aid and have been totally addicted to I Love Green Guard Letters ever since. So I'm a huge fan. And then I think it was about a year and a half before The Force Awakens came out that Steele announced he was starting a Star Wars podcast called This Isn't the Podcast You're Looking For. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so of course I'm going to check that out. And I listened to the first couple of episodes, which were really cool. And I thought, you know, this would be a cool little side project that Steele's doing. But little did I know it was going to evolve into a massive podcast that Steele's taken all around the globe. And he's had so many great live episodes and interviewed so many awesome guests. Uh, I'd seen him interview Harrison Ford on the red carpet on national TV in Australia. And he's also had like incredible guests like Leonard Moulton which I think if I was going to pick a, a an individual episode to be my favourite, that would be it. Uh, that was a, a tremendous interview. I was a huge fan of the interviews that Leonard did with George Lucas back on the uh, VHS box set of Star Wars back in the day. Other episodes that have stood out for me have been the ones where people are talking about their experiences behind the scenes on the sets of the films and also the uh, one where Shane Morrissey and Darren Maxwell from Star Walking visit Skywalker Ranch and get up to all sorts of shenanigans. That's a super fun episode. Over the last couple of months, I've been helping out editing some classic clips to help sizzle the classic episodes on the supporter feed. And that's given me the unique experience of listening back to all of the episodes as an active listener. And the moments that have consistently stood out to me as my favorite moments have really been people talking about their experiences of growing up with Star Wars and just generally having a super fun time with it. So the first clip I'd like to play for you is comedian Travis Nash, who's talking about his brother, who may well have invented the DVD commentary. But my brother, um, the most annoying person to watch movies with, because 
he can't just watch a movie. He has to involve you with what you react. He was like the first DVD commentary before it. Like, he'd be watching it. He's going, oh, trap, trap. The Rancor's dead and that guy's crying. <laughs> what would you do in that situation, trap? I'm like, I don't know. I've never owned a Rancor. I'm like... <laughs> What are you talking about? He goes, oh, this, he's so heartbroken. <laughs> What's he going to do now? <laughs> do you reckon he quit? Do you reckon he quit his job? I'm like, what, what are you reading into? This is such a three-second character. Like, That's the fun of Star Wars. I wonder what he did do. I guess after that, he just would have been known as Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> what does he keep? Oh, don't bring it up, man. Do you reckon he downsized? He was just like, I shouldn't have bought a giant Rancor. <laughs> I should just get a puppy. A Womp Rat. Even when it, what's that? Is it Scratchius Crumb? Is it his name? Silius Crumb. Sorry, I'm really bad at these names. He, what, what sort of animal is that? What, a gremlin. Oh, he is uh, a something monkey from some planet. You should just get one of those because they seem like pretty good luck. Got a good sense of humour. <laughs> I would like to do a comedy gig in front of like fifty of those dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Because Jabba's killing it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just punchline after punchline, tag after tag. I actually, um, sometime in the last six months, someone at an audience I was doing a gig at had a very Slilius Crumb laugh. <laughs> and I like the reference, the off the cuff reference that hardly anyone will get. And I just went, oh. Good to see Celia's crumbs come out today. The amount of people that got that reference was staggeringly impressive. Wow, I think he's a pretty uh, he's a pretty standout character. Mm. I love him. I, I, I I'm, I'm a real fan of Celia's crumb. We were the kind of kids also who would rewind. We used to ruin the VHS tapes because we used to rewind things and play them back and think they're hilarious. Like especially when Luke finds out that Darcy's dad. Sorry for the spoiler, but that's what goes on. And uh, that 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 is a well-known hilarious moment in the trilogy. But he's just acting is just out of control. It's just like no, no, that's not possible. <laughs> like we just kept playing that again and again because in slow motion, it's really awesome. God, I felt like I was back in your uh, backyard just then. The weird. reenactment was heavy. <laughs> like I've just nailed it. Like I've done so many shows. I, I was going to hit up your mum to buy some lemonade just then. <laughs> You'll be banging on the window. What are you kids doing? The second and final clip that I'm going to play for you is Steele interviewing his brother Craig Saunders about his breakdancing crew back in the day. And while it doesn't directly relate to Star Wars, it's hilarious. And it also paints a wonderful picture of that time period around when the original trilogy came out. And even a few years after it for people like me that were just a little bit too young that saw it on video. Uh, and around that time, uh, everything was BMX and uh, breakdancing. So what, what were the cool things then that you were into, other apart from kids? BMX, breakdancing. Yes. Hey, you, the Rocksteady crew, show yeah. us what to do. Make a break, make a move. Yeah, electric shrapnel, actually, we were. <laughs> what? Electric shrapnel? It was the Rocksteady crew. Um, no, but our, my... Oh! My... Crew, which was me and Cole Scary, was was uh, <laughs> electric shrapnel. <laughs> that sounds what the Emperor's got in his fingers that he gives Luke Skywalker electric shrapnel. It used to scout around Rosebud. Star Wars reference. <laughs> 
Electric Shrapnel. What was your breakdance name? Oh, we just didn't have we didn't have separate names. We 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 were just Electric Shrapnel as a as a group. We only performed together. <laughs> and what were you saying? You're doing around Rosebud. Oh, we used to uh, scout around Rosebud looking for cardboard at the at the you know. Uh, Appliance stores or, or whatever out the back trying to steal their cardboard out of their, you know, bins and stuff and go and stick it all together and. And make the big breakdance, Matt. Did you ever breakdance in the streets? Like, did you ever do it out in, like, you know how, like, you see it in the movies, they're like breakdancing. Like, did you ever, like, go down to the main street of Rosebud and. Yeah, we, yeah, we'd throw down. Just <laughs> on any street corner, electric shrapnel. <laughs> We ruled that joint was an iron fist. <laughs> I remember we went up to our cousin's house for like just a visit and they lived in Glen Waverley or something. And there was going to be a, like there was a local breakdance crew and there was talk that they were going to challenge to a break off. Yeah, that's the way it was back in those days. <laughs> we put away the violence when we were 10 years old and just d- danced instead of fought, you know, like. <laughs> Oh my god! I remember that. What was it? Beach Street. Beach Street was a lesson too, because you can't let the street beat you. Yeah, we actually at the start of that movie it was on a Tuesday night or something in the bud. Electric Shrapnel took the stage just before the screen came up. What? And gave are, a you little, seri- are you serious? A little uh, impromptu, you know, busted a few moves out for, the, si- for you- about the seven people that were in the audience watching the movie. Are you telling the truth? No, it's true. True story. Did the cinema, were they aware of this? Uh, they, they told us to get back in our seats. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm sure they appreciated it. So did you bring cardboard They didn't in? ask us back next week. <laughs> did you bring cardboard in with you? Or? No, we didn't carry cardboard in. So <laughs> for the... Before- Just before the screen came up, we ran down the aisle, jumped on the stage and... Did a few bit of a cold little bit of a helicopter, and I was doing a bit of a crazy legs, you know, just for the opening, just to salute the opening of Beach Street. <laughs> what was the? Just in case there was any other crew in the audience, just showing them the electric shrapnel. Oh, what were a, the rival gangs had in the area? Down. Was there any rival gangs? No, I don't think there was actually. <laughs> You'd run them all out of I'd town. Run them all out of town. <laughs> And do you remember any response from the audience? <laughs> uh, no, I can't remember exactly. Some dude it. might have been super out of it and just like, oh, I didn't know this was going to be in 3D, man. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. R.I.P. Electric Shrapnel. <laughs> 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 it's so rad that it's that's what the Emperor does to Luke Skywalker, though. Forever now in the lexicon, that is known as when the Emperor gave Luke his electric shrapnel. Yeah, okay. Let's see if we can get, get see if anyone can get that on Wikipedia. If you can sneak that in, I'm not sure if you can edit it or not, but, uh, electric shrapnel. I'm sure we'll get some good photoshops anyway of, uh, Luke giving out the electric shrapnel. Oh, that is so good. Steel, thank you very much for all of the billions of hours that you put into making awesome content. 
that entertains us and informs us and inspires us. And uh, I can't believe when I first started uh, listening to Steel Wars, I don't think I knew Lobot's name, and I'm not even sure if I knew that a gonk droid was called a gonk droid. But now, thanks to you and the podcast, I am much, much wiser in the ways of the Force. Eric, thank you very much for putting this episode together. It's an awesome idea. And all of the listeners, I'd just like to give a shout out to the wonderful Steel Wars community on Facebook. Uh, You're a group of legends, just fantastic people. And I hope to see as many of you as possible at the uh, Rogue One opening night in Melbourne. For anybody else that uh, can't make it, wherever you're watching the movie, wherever in the world, I hope you have the absolute best possible time. Mendo! Nice. Oh man, that's good stuff. Next up, I've got Mark Perez. Like a lot of us, Mark it loves Steel for how much he loves Star Wars. Man, let's just jump in. Um, okay. So, Mark, what what got you interested in Steel Wars? What was your first exposure to it? Yeah, I'm trying to think back leading up to uh, Star Wars Celebration last year. I mean, it just I started seeing a lot of people online and just fans coming together because, you know, obviously we were all just super excited to see it all come together. And about the time that we did get to Celebration Anaheim, um, it just all came to a head. And, you know, I was listening to Steel Wars more and more and then just listening to the various shows and then leading up to his reaction um, episode to the trailer that premiered at. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. Uh, Celebration Anaheim, uh, which was just hilarious. Um, I mean, it was great because I could, you know, we shared the excitement, obviously, that he did as well. But um, if I could describe it in one word, it was the epitome of joygasm. <laughs> it was, or even nerdgasm. <laughs> All right. I've pressed by you guys. Okay. Volume? Volume's good? It's, I think it's good. Okay. okay, film rating's good. New logo. Fuck. <sighs> Wow. Shit. Oh my god. Oh. 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 
Yes! <laughs> Again! Again. <laughs> 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 yeah! <laughs> oh my god. That, yes! That is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Are you okay? Steel's crying. <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, what am I listening to? But you couldn't help but be excited along with him. Um, and then, you know, from there, just um, seeing him and Tony Gonkroyd, uh start their own show and then, you know, listening to those shows, that was great too because I love their chemistry. I love how Steel's just always busting his balls. It's just constant and it just makes for a great show. But... Um, I have to think, I think one of the, my favorite moments of his has to be with the video of Steele talking to Harrison Ford. I was just in awe and I loved it. It was perfect. Like you couldn't have asked for a better moment for him. It all came to a head at that moment. And, uh, that's been, you know, it just hearing, seeing the show, get all the different guests that have come on, um, you know, uh, so many interesting people. It's just been a cool ride to see it all come about and you know here we are and you know we've gotten to know other fans now and i i love it because now we all get to interact with each other so that's one of the things i think is the coolest is just you know what a group this has become and you know all well focus around star wars but you know really around this podcast of his when he started the facebook group you know it was sort of a tongue-in-cheek joke but you know everybody really took to it and it's been it's been a lot of fun, and you know, a couple of other people have mentioned the Harrison Ford moment, and everybody was so excited for Steele, and mm -hmm. it, you know that says a lot about what he does, you know, because yeah. he's he's so personable to the fans. It's everybody feels like they know him, you know, and mm -hmm. and for everybody to see that and be super stoked for him. I I do have to say that the only other like person well i'm sure there are a few but the one person i think that could top harrison ford at this point as far as him meeting somebody that's important would be if he met mendo himself oh yeah that would be awesome i do those um if you've seen him tweet them out there these it's this social media site called clamor mm -hmm. and um there are these little it has to be below 24 seconds these little clips it's just funny because you've got to capture a moment that's self-contained enough to to get mm -hmm. the point across. And it's the, the target audience is people who've never heard him before, but you know, so much of it ends up being for the fans. And it, there was one from um, his rogue one trailer reaction with Maud Garrett. I sampled every time one of the two of them said Mendo and stretched it <laughs> into this clip. And I had to take some of them out because it wouldn't yeah. fit in 24 seconds because they said it so many times and I'm like, Oh my God, that theater's going to be a mess when they, when he does that premiere. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, did, that's so fun. <laughs> did you get to, have you ever seen any of his live events? I know, you know, he was at LA, LA Podfest this year. No, I did not. Not yet. I mean, it's like, I actually, you know, it's funny. I missed a chance. Well, we, would have met last year, I want to say it was last September, October, because um, there was this art show that was going on at, um, oh, Shop Called Quest. And there was a Star Wars art show there. 
And at some point, Tony, I think, had asked Steele to come out and be there. And Steele didn't end up going after all. So it was, I was kind of bummed because it would have been cool to actually meet him, you know, in person. So, oh, yeah. But not, not, yeah, not as of yet. So, and then I haven't seen any of the live shows, although, I mean, they're all online at this point, though, like, uh, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I like some so. of the, the event recording. Okay. Yeah. If you have a chance to check out makingstarwars.net's um, Now This Is Podcasting. Steele's guested on that several times in the last six weeks or so, just because he's yeah. there. He's been in the states, and they've been fantastic episodes. That's where the the whole Star Wars is back came from. Yes, you know that's <laughs> that that's one the big I did thing. listen to. Oh, I my. could not stop laughing because his laugh was making me laugh, and I'm on the train. <laughs> I look like a total idiot. And it's like <laughs> you can't help but not laugh because he's just totally losing it. You know? So. Oh yeah. Is there is there anything in particular like you want to say this has to be on there? I want to make sure I say this in this podcast. All I can say is, Steel, thank you for the laughs and thank you for bringing us all together. Um, it's been great interacting with some of the fans uh, that I didn't get a chance to talk to with before. And I'm just looking forward to seeing where you take this all next because it's like I said, it's been a gradual thing seeing you know, all these cool guests and it just keeps going up and up and up. And it's like, where is he going to end up at? And I'm excited for him. So. It's good to know that I wasn't the only one that spazzed out in public when I heard that episode of Now This Is Podcasting. Next, we're going to hear from Wesley Van Winson. He was super cool about all of the technical problems we had at the beginning of our chat. There's a slight chance that all of those technical problems were completely my fault. But anyway. How did you first find out about Steel Wars? Uh, well, actually, through um, the podcast that I, I want to talk about right now. So it's kind of a, it's the same story told twice. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah, because this is a trivia podcast by uh, Michael Williams. He, he does other uh, podcasts, which I'm also a big fan of. But um, it's a Star Wars special of a quiz of a quiz show, and his guests were Steel and a couple of lads from uh, Sandspans Radio. And Sandspans Radio is a is a podcast which I was following for quite a while before that. So through this episode, I've actually um, diverged into Steele's work, Michael Williams' work, like the whole gamut. It's pretty great. It's a pretty special episode of podcasting. Have you been a Star Wars guy your whole life? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Not as intensely as I've been the last while. Like since the canon reboot, I've been all in, but it's always been part of me underneath. Right. Same here. Same here. I, yeah. you know, I was a fan forever. And then, you know, after the movies ended, it sort of went to sleep, I guess, for lack of a better, better way of putting it. But, uh, and since then it, it awakens. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, well played. <laughs> what, what are you, um, hoping to see in Rogue One? Are you super stoked about that? Yeah, of course I am. This year I've started to write for, um, a, a Dutch site so this is really the movie that i've been all in for like i've written so many articles about rogue one uh, i'm just about ready to see the damn thing now <laughs> i understand yeah <laughs> well I, I i'm probably more hyped for rogue one right now than i was for force awakens last year that's awesome. I was pretty hyped last year now will you get like the uh advanced press screening then yeah sweet okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. don't ruin it for us <laughs> I'm gonna have to like just. Uh, I, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna have to but, shut off social media for a couple of days yeah. before that. Because 
even if I wasn't able to attend a, a press screening, I still would have seen it on the 14th. Right. So I, I still would have been able to ruin it for you. <laughs> but I won't. We, I won't. I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah. What would you like to say in this podcast, in this episode? Is there, like, here's the message I want to get across. The message I want to get across is, is just, um, well, I really want to put forward that Steel can be um, one of his character faults, but we love him for it, is maybe a touch of uh, hubris. Like in the in, in the clip, he's so sure of himself. Like um, he's uh, in the quiz, he's ahead by uh, more than double the points of all the other contestants. But he's still like, I'm going all in. Like I'm gonna make a prediction. I'm gonna win by a record amount. And then he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he, I cannot wait yeah. to hear that. No point for the rest. This is the final round called not Final Jeopardy, but pretty much is final jeopardy. Sure. I love jeopardy. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a topic. You can bet as many of your points as you possibly can. Oh, really? Yes. All in. All in. So Steel, you're currently on 29. You can bet all 29 for nerd cred if you want, or you can bet zero. To win. And still win. You would win the game. <laughs> but anyone else can bet. Uh, Jackson, you've got one point to bet with. All right. Uh, so you've got nine. 13 for Joel. Jackson, Jackson just did the most enthusiastic <laughs> nod, just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you'll see. So I'm going to read you the topic sentence. Then you write down your bet. Then I will ask you the question. You write down your answer. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. All right. So the topic is, I've got a bad feeling about this. And I do mean that quote. (laughs) How much would you like to bet? Write it down. I don't know how many I want to bet. I'd like to win. Go all in, mate. Oh, Portion of the you win. Guys. Ooh, I'm, I'm going Jackson's all in. Going all in with his precious one. So here's the question. Oh boy. I have a bad feeling about this. All variations of the line have appeared in every single one of the Star Wars movies. But which character back in 1977? Keep trying to cheat can I off make me. Make a prediction. Sure. I'm going to win by a record amount. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a... Yeah, well, it's been pretty close all the rest of the podcast. Okay, we'll start with Jackson. How much did you bet? My whole point. You bet your whole point, and what answer have you written? It would have been so rad. Was it Leia? Half a point. It was not Leia. Rats! Sorry, Jackson ends on zero. Jackson's back to zero. All right, so how'd you go? Uh, I bet zero points, and I guessed I have no f***ing clue. You remain on nine. Well done. (laughs) Oh, no. no. I bet all, and I wrote Leia as well. Oh, you oh, bet man. all all 13 points? Oh, boy. Wow, you're coming yep. second. <laughs> but it's not over you yet. You might win. Because <laughs> I bet Steel. 29 points. Yes. And I guessed C-3PO. <gasps> it's Luke. Oh, my actual God. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Oh, I totally just didn't get up and dance because I'm so happy. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. I want challenging? to challenge me. Yeah, I'm challenging. Sure. Uh, he says it on the way to the Death Star. Three uh, PO does not say it till Return of the Jedi when he's in Jabba's palace. I don't know. I reckon he <laughs> said it in the escape pod just as they're about to jettison at the start of Star Wars. <laughs> we're going to pause the podcast. We're going to look up the script. Oh, I'm going to put it on the DVD, and we're going to find out. Be okay. back in a couple of seconds. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you just caught us. We're uh, watching the opening section of A New Hope to see if C-3PO does indeed say, 
I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, keep it going, keep it going. Tell me when, Steel. Also, if you're just joining us, you have no idea how to work a podcast. There's a two-minute well, well two skip. What have you been doing that you just jumped in now? Did <laughs> you find a computer at a library that had this running? <laughs> if so, you missed that I won. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, here we go, you guys. Hey, you're not permitted in there. It's restricted. You'll be deactivated for sure. Don't you call me a mindless philosopher, you overweight glob of grease. Now come on before somebody sees you. Secret mission. Plans. What are you talking about? I'm not getting in there. I'm going to regret this. Is that the death knell? So close. Yeah, I reckon. I don't know. There goes another one. Hold your fire. Just fire. <laughs> it's just it's not going to cost you anything. Wait, wait. That's funny. The damage doesn't look as bad from out here. Are you sure? He's being a whiny bitch, but he has not had a bad feeling about this. Sylvie <laughs> Malotta. Star Wars I'm genius. Still, I'm having a really hard time. <laughs> So Luke Skywalker was the correct answer. Huh. Well, I wouldn't have guessed that. Man, you, yeah. I feel terrible not knowing that. Like, I should know that. I know, but I I, I didn't know that. And, well, Steele didn't know it either. <laughs> oh that makes gosh. it, like, extra hilarious that, that Steele would, like, lose this. How well would you do in a Star Wars trivia contest? I, I, well, on one end, I would hope very well. But on the other end, I didn't know the answer to this either. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I should I should be able to kill it, but yeah, I don't I didn't know the answer for sure and I would have lost. Now, have you ever uh have you ever thought about calling in to his his call-in shows? Well, I've thought about it, but they're always uh at free at night. So. Right. Right. No. <laughs> We, There's other people in this house, and I don't want to wake him up at three in the morning. See, that's nice of you. You know, um, yeah. I wish I wish my neighbors in my neighborhood felt that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like being around a bunch of hyenas. It's crazy. All right. Right now it's one p.m. and somebody pulls up at the house across the street with the radio just blaring. And you know, whatever. I play music for a living. I, I'm not offended by loud music, but it's got super loud bass in it. And so you can and hear it. probably it, wasn't very good music either. Right. That's, <laughs> that's correct. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, got, I got the baby monitor. I mean, my kids aren't <laughs> babies anymore, but I got it as a way to hear what they're doing downstairs. And I just noticed the, the audio meter's pegged on it they're down there screaming <laughs> so i'm gonna have to go down there and see what they're doing in a minute uh, at least you yeah so wesley thanks for doing this is there anything that you want to say to steel on your way out uh yeah i do actually because i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart um for mostly the great hashtags you've provided us <laughs> hashtag mendo your snook fury sucks they've been really really helpful this past year couldn't do it without him. So thanks for those and happy anniversary. You know, I'd like to think that I'd probably do pretty well in the Star Wars trivia contest, but admittedly, I would not have got that answer right either, and I would have ended up in the same boat. 
Next, we're going to hear from my buddy, Charlie Ashby. Charlie had an awesome time at Celebration London, hanging out with Steel. How did you first get into Steel Wars as a podcast? How did you first find out about it? What what drew you to it? Well, I think I first listened to Steel Wars about a year ago, maybe a bit. Yeah, it was definitely before The Force Awakens because I listened to the amazing reaction pod after I saw it in the UK, which was great because I don't think... I think it came out the same sort of time in Australia, so it was easy to listen to that rather than the US timing. It was just one of those brilliant things I got into. I think I first heard him on Rebel Force Radio, and I could immediately tell like he was, he was making jokes and he was a comedian, so I'd be probably more into that than um, other podcasts at the time. And since then, it was just a thing. Like I got speaking to him on a Facebook group that I'm now part of, the Podcast Alliance, and just built up a sort of little friendship online until... Uh, celebration this year I actually met Steel for the first time and waited in line for the Mark Hamill panel and just saved him a seat and he was just the most kind friendliest guy i would met like straight away sometimes they say when you meet your heroes and I know that might sound like a little bit lame but it's true like I'm doing journalism and he's one of those people that he goes out and gets really great interviews constantly I mean he interviewed Harrison Ford brilliantly and I got to hang out with him for the whole day. He just let me hang out with him. And it was just brilliant. Like, I'd, For me, I have anxiety issues. And I, it was really nerve-wracking. I was there by myself. And I got to hang out with this guy who was just the coolest. And he treated me like an equal. And that felt really good. And that's one of the biggest memories I got from Steel Wars, I think. It's just that sort of... Um, his personality is true. He's true to himself. And when he does the podcast, he's true. He's always honest. He doesn't like lie to people. And I think you can tell that through the podcast. And you sort of you do know him. And then when you meet him in real life, he is that person. So it's just one of those great opportunities to uh, hang out with him. And he's such a great addition to the community. The, like the Your Snoke Fury Sucks sticker. <laughs> it's a dig at people in general, but brought loads of people together at the same time because it was a joke that's the whole point it brought right. loads of people together and you've got like ryan johnson and pablo hidalgo just in on the joke and i think that's what i like most about the whole sort of steel wars in general it's just been a great sort of opportunity so i want to say thank you steel for what you've done because you've certainly improved podcasting for star <laughs> like star wars you've introduced this new element this sort of fun and you just you keep creating great content. There hasn't been an episode where I've gone, oh, this episode has been a bit, a bit off. It's constantly been great. So I just wanted to thank you. And, um, yeah. But man, that's fantastic. Seriously. That is like, perfect. okay. Yeah. It's, that was great. Um, say it again. I'm going to record it this time. I'm totally oh, kidding. Really? <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Could you imagine? Oh man. Just be me like, for grace hits. That was that was really good, man. Seriously, that that's gonna come across fantastically. Um, you know, that you you hit it right on the head with just his personality. It's one of those guys where, you know, I would imagine that most people when they meet him, they feel like they totally know him already. Yeah, it was really strange because I was like kind of awkward. He's like, "Hey, Charlie!" Like, I was like, "This is so weird." Like, because <laughs> you're so used to hearing it. Do you know what? The weirdest thing was, I went to I went to London the day before because I went to pick up my badges and stuff. And I, did you didn't go to the celebration? Did you no, this year? No, I didn't get to. Okay, well, it was weird because I was waiting outside, and I'm so used to like because I'm from London and stuff. But it was just weird, just sort of walking around. I was trying to absorb it all. 
because I'd gone in, I picked up my passes, and I met someone for the first time, like on the internet. Like I don't, I didn't really meet, I don't really meet people that often, and I was just trying to get like used to it and everything. And um, I, I heard a laugh, and I thought, because I, and this is sound really, really lame, but I was listening to Steel Wars on the way there, and. Um, like I thought, my left my iPhone on like really loud, so I was like, I'll turn it off. But it was like he's just still walking like past me, and with Dominic, and I was just like, this is really weird. I, just, I literally just heard him a minute ago, but he's here in front of me for the first time. It was so strange. And then I, I didn't say hello until the next day. But um, yeah, because I was I was kind of nervous. I was kind of because I tweet him and talk to him all the time, but because I've got this anxiety thing, it's just awkward to try and even talk to people in general. So. I was like, I just messaged him and said, are you going to the Mark Hamill panel? And he said, yeah, sure. Uh, like, are you lining up already? And I was like, yeah, do you want me to save you a seat? And then that's where we, we would literally, we spoke to him for the first time. We got like the second row seats for Mark Hamill. All right, you guys, it's 11.15 and we're in the big, the main hall, the celebration stage. And we're waiting for Mark Hamill in about 15 minutes. It's very exciting, but you can barely probably hear anything because there's just some amazing beats getting laid down and i'm here with my my facebook buddy charlie hello we've just met for the first time in real life yeah. we have just met for the first time and i don't know if you can even hear me over the sound of this amazing music right now barely barely i'm just so excited to see mark for the first time i mean it's his first celebration and the first panel is second row is still see luke skywalker <laughs> It's incredible. I can't even fathom it right now. It's, it's crazy. So cool. It's so cool. So the first time I got to hang out with Steel, I was also in the room with Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Not a bad day, I think. That's a, that's a fantastic day, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that I notice about Steel is just this overwhelming inclusiveness that he has going on. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I know a few podcasters and I've learned about a few podcasters that are a bit like that. And that's why, um, I was really chuffed because we were, we were the Rebel Force radio group on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And, um, just recently that's when we changed it to the podcast Alliance. It was one of those things where I got to speak to him for the first time, basically on there. And now I think we're trying to do the same sort of thing on there, like have that sort of inclusive community, which is why we added people like you and stuff because you're like good additions to the community. We can talk to people more. That makes sense. Right. Right. I gotcha. I've made so many friends and like in this community online on Twitter. Cause I'm, I'm trying to make as much, many contacts as possible. Um, that's why I'm doing the podcast as well. Cause it means I can actually like do a little bit of, like it's kind of journalism cause I'm recording and stuff. Right. So it should, it should be good. And you can, we're going to record tomorrow, so you should be able to listen to that. Oh, Maybe good. Monday? Good, good. Yeah, It's I've... me and Nikki, who, um, he's one of the admins from the group. And uh, I think we do okay. We just talk basically like this about Star Wars. <laughs> uh, you, you know, that's one thing that's been interesting about this little project I'm trying to put together. Is a lot of the people, you know, we've got this common tie of, of fandom of not only Star Wars, but of, of Steel Saunders and his and his podcast. And we end up just talking forever. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I, it's but it it is. It's because it's so interesting. And you know, if it wasn't for the internet, this wouldn't wouldn't even be a thing, you know? You wouldn't have this know, sort right. of 
sort of connection. All right, you guys, it's 12.51 to be precise, and I'm with Charlie, my English Facebook buddy, and we just saw the Luke Skywalker panel. You were pretty amped. You're a Luke Skywalker guy as well. What do you think, mate? I, I, I can't even quite believe it right now. Um, Luke has been my hero since I was little. Everything about him is just perfect. And just being in that room with Mark Camel, you get the energy. I mean, he walked out singing the Beatles, and everyone was like, just coming. He is a rock star. <laughs> and oh, I just can't wait to see him again. <laughs> he was pretty sick. Um, and I love the line that he said, which we've got a clip of, um, that he was looping dialogue for episode eight. And he was like, oh, this has to end up on a T-shirt. Forget about May the Force Be With You. <laughs> yeah. When Mark Camel's Luke Skywalker's telling you that, you know, we're in for a good treat. And he was saying as well about um, Ryan Johnson's script being particularly really clever, really witty, full of those dialogue. And he's writing both episode eight and nine, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we're in for a good treat if Mark's telling him the truth, which I don't see why he wouldn't be. Why would Luke Skywalker lie to us? Exactly. I mean, well, he wouldn't even tell us something in episode seven, so there's that. But I, I, I'm going tr- to trust Mark, I think. Oh, it's, quite, it's quite smoky here. Yeah, I don't know why it's so smoky in this room. We just walked out into the concourse. I'm hoping to get some food. And um, Aunt Baru and Uncle Owen's bodies are on the floor. They're the cause of the smoke. <laughs> I actually started looking around for the cosplay of that. You got me. Rotting uh, Aunt Baru. It's the number one cosplay this year at Celebration. <laughs> oh my god, everything's got such big lines to get food. This is stripping me out. i got to eat. Yeah, I, I have no idea what we're doing. It's just Rogue One. It seems to be the second big, big panel today, which I'm going to go to. Yeah, in all due respect to uh, Mark Hamill, the Rogue One panel, that's that's the big panel today. Yeah, I mean, we love you, Mark, but next year, this episode's eight year, this is Rogue One's year, we need to learn a bit of... Oh, there's Ben Mendelsohn to the left. Not really, but it's a guy dressed as uh, Krennic. Is that his name? Yeah, I was going to say, oh, Mendo, where you at, buddy? My mate, my friend. I'm, I'm super excited for Rogue One, I think. It's just, there's something new and fresh about it. But at the same time, you're reliving things that we grew up with, the Death Star. People are moaning about, oh, it's the Death Star again. It's the Death Star. We get to see it in its prime without blowing up. We get to see what... I like that. It's, it's the Death Star. Exactly. It's no moon. Why would you... I think get people who complain about it. I mean, yeah, we saw it three times. But when I was little, you watch the... You, Return of the Jedi, the first shot you see, you're like, okay, what's going on? Since like Han's gone, what's going on? Oh, they're building another one. Uh, okay, like it, it grabs your attention so much. I love this. I've always hated the anti-Death Star Two brigade. Yeah, I like the Death Star Two. I like the half-built Death Star. It's a, it's a good vibe. It's a good vibe. All right. Well, we're gonna try find some food, and then I'll talk with more vigor than this because I'm running on empty, people. Still, is very tired. Um, He's kind of half zombieish right now, in a nice way. I don't blame him. I don't. I feel bad for the people like still who stayed up to get the Rogue One tickets, but they were still going quite later on in the afternoon. Yeah, but it wasn't about 
just getting the ticket. It was about hanging out and and podcasting, and we met like in line like so many cool people last night. So yeah, it wasn't just about getting the ticket. It was about it was about celebrating Star Wars and how bad of decisions we make. <laughs> you're you're right, but at the same time, I'm hanging out with the fans too, but less tired. You're a dick, Charlie. <laughs> oh, this is another fun story. You're like, I know, I'm not showing off, but it's one of those things where I was just in line. I was with Dom, and we just started talking for like ages because Steel was like completely knackered that day. Like, it was the day after they all went out. Um, do you remember they went in celebration pods? They went drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the day after, <laughs> so yeah, he was he was like knackered and. Um, I had my phone was running out of battery, and it was the, we were waiting for the Rogue One panel. It was like two hours before, probably two hours, an hour before. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half before, so it's quite a long wait. But I was just with Dom for like most of the whole time because um, still ran off um, to try and find Warwick Davis, <laughs> which was like one of those weeks. He's like, Hang, can you look after my laptop. So I was holding his laptop, like his MacBook, with um, all the stickers on it, like. <laughs> Uh, just just research and stuff like that. I was just talking to Dom for like ages about everything. It was it was really bizarre, but it was one of those cool little moments where you're just like he was just like, "I'll add you on Facebook," like just right then, and added me on Facebook. So I was like, "This is really bizarre." Yeah, he and still. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so no, he just let he was like, "You can charge your thing on my laptop." And I was like, "This is really weird. <laughs> this is really weird." Like two minutes ago, we barely knew each other that much, but now we're charging laptops. <laughs> Charlie's a super good dude. Had a lot of fun talking to him. Hey, you guys. Thus concludes part one of our special Listener Picks episode of the Steel Wars podcast. Part two will be posted up in the next 24 hours. It might even be uploaded already. I'm not sure when you're downloading this, you guys. That is the magic of the internet. Now, a special shout out to Patrick Bonfresco, who does a lot of show note work for us. He did show notes for all this. And I have hyperlinked, and you can. this is either in your phone, if you're listening to the podcast on your phone or on the desktop, it should work also, or on steelwars.com. I've hyperlinked everything, so you can click on the show notes to then go listen to the podcast episode that each person referenced. And massive thanks to Michelle, Mick, Mark, Wesley, and Charlie for just their very kind words. It is, as I said at the start, it is a little bit overwhelming to uh, just then hear an hour of people saying nice things about you. It um, feels good. I feel good, everyone. I feel great. Now, you may have heard people reference the Listener Safe Haven. Uh, that is a group on Facebook, the Steel Wars Listener Star Wars Safe Haven, where it is a, uh, a locked group. So you've got to click, you've got to sort of click join, and then I approve you once I make sure that you're not a, a spam posting weird account. And uh, all these guys are in there chatting Star Wars in just the most civil, friendly way. There's, you know, people have different opinions, but it's totally mellow, I, which I am very proud. I'm, I'm very proud of the listenership because they just, 
seem to be cool. And that reflects on the podcast, I think. So if you can't find it on Facebook, if you go to steelwars.com, there's a, a link, there's a little uh, image of the Listener Safe Haven in the top right-hand corner. And uh, click that, and then you can be in chatting and join the community of Steel Wars listeners. We'd love to have you. Oh, I'll put a link in the show notes as well. That'll make it easier. Also, live shows. uh, Tickets are on sale. I'll be traveling a lot this year doing live shows, but the two different states that are on sale now, Adelaide Fringe, I am doing a limited run of my new stand-up show called The Enthusiast, which is all about my Star Wars fandom and the adventures I've been on, as well as two Steel Wars episodes and two episodes of I Love Green Guide Letters, and Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Uh, This year, I'm only doing 10, a limited run of 10 stand-up shows of The Enthusiast. They're in the first two weeks, and I hope to completely sell those guys out, so get tickets nice and quickly, as well as three Steel Wars live podcasts and six I Love Gringo Letters live podcasts. A weird amount this year because I'll be away one week for Star Wars Celebration. And if you're in Melbourne for the entire month and you want to come see anything, there is a all-access pass which gets you tickets to all nine podcasts, Steel Wars and I Love Gringo Letters, as well as a ticket to see The Enthusiast on the night of your choosing. And those discounted tickets are really limited just because one of the Green Guide Letters sessions... We can only fit 100 people in, so uh, we can't sell more than that for the season pass. And you save like 71 bucks if you do that one. So uh, links will be in the show notes. And of course, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival starts late March and goes through all of April. So if you're in Adelaide or Melbourne during those times, come down, get involved. I take the matter of taking money off my listeners very seriously and I try to give them more than they bargained for when they do. So, some great shows coming up. And don't worry, there are so many other live shows around the country and around the world that are going to be announced in probably the next week. Very exciting. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this little trip down memory lane. And we'll see you very soon with part two. May that force be with you. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 